Remember that your need for validation and praise is normal and natural and isn't a problem in itself, but that the need to get it from your business and or your business's numbers, engagement, metrics, whatever, will not fulfill what you are looking for. You're listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick, a business and mindset coach who specializes in imposter syndrome. If you feel like you're not as smart, capable, or worthy as you actually are and that someone is going to find you out, then you've come to the right place. I went from being a struggling government worker, working my coaching business on the side, but feeling unworthy and burnt out to making multiple six figures, helping women overcome imposter syndrome so they too can sign clients, make bank, and have the business or career of their dreams. I am nothing special. I have a stuttering disability, ADHD, and I struggle with anxiety and depression. So if I can learn how to feel good enough and overcome my inner imposter, then so can you. Let's dig in. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I am so happy to have you here. My name is Jill Perrick, and I'm a business and mindset mentor for coaches, helping you overcome imposter syndrome so you can show up, sell confidently and consistently, and sign coaching clients. And as of right now, if you book your sales call for my private coaching program, Worthy and Wealthy, I will honor my 2022 rate of 8000 for six months of one-to-one coaching. There are payment plans available by the way but after January 31st my rates will be increasing so now is your time to book a sales call before January 31st and get in for these six months of one-to-one coaching you will get weekly coaching calls with me a whole new curriculum to help you sign coaching clients access to me in Voxer and monthly workshops and group calls with my other private coaching clients. Now is the best time to jump in so you can start achieving your 2023 goals for your business and stop letting imposter syndrome, your fear of rejection, or your fear of failure get in the way. So head to the link in my show notes and book your sales call now before spots are taken at this old rate. And today's episode was inspired by a client who messaged me on Voxer a couple of weeks ago. She messaged me and said, Jill, someone just booked a call with me. I looked at her Instagram and I didn't even realize she was following me or reading any of my stuff. I'm so excited. She seems like a perfect fit from her application. And this has happened to me so many times and happened to my clients so many times. We've gotten applications or DMs and these were from people who were not on our radars whatsoever, but they were just ready to go and ready to work with us. And it got me thinking, how often are we attached to the people who we can only see basing our entire worth and our business's existence on only those people that we can see. I hear this so often from my clients when we start working together. They genuinely think that no one is watching their stories, their posts are getting shit engagement, their podcasts aren't getting many downloads, etc. And they decide that their thoughts about these things are the truth. And like worse off, they make it mean so many things about themselves, about their worth, about their business, if they think not a lot of people are watching, in quotations. When in reality, it is impossible to keep tabs on every single person who is thinking about working with you because you truly don't know what's going on inside somebody else's head. The customer journey for someone may be entirely invisible to you and you may only know someone has been wanting to work with you when they finally apply and that's like the last stop on the train. For example, one of my clients started consuming my podcast and then she bought this like 33 dollar thing from me and then she immediately became a one-to-one client I was kind of aware of her customer journey but I could have also made it mean when she 
purchase my $33 bundle, that that meant that she was never going to invest thousands into coaching, right? But I was wrong. And another one-to-one client came out of nowhere. I didn't even know, like, where she came from. I didn't know if she listened to my podcast, but I didn't recall seeing her on my Instagram stories or even liking any of my posts. And this happens all the time for my clients too. It's actually impossible to keep tabs on all the people who could potentially turn into clients. And I don't think that you should. Oh my God. I used to like write down potential clients in a tracker or like on a whiteboard in front of my face, right? And that was in like 2019, 2020 era when it was like cool to track and engage and all that shit, right? And the only thing that I think this is doing is providing you with a false sense of security and safety, just like your vanity metrics and engagement numbers. It is not a business practice that is going to make you money. It is a security blanket and a false sense of validation because otherwise you are not receiving validation and that freaks you out. Your need for validation, praise, and acknowledgement is a very human thing. Let me just say that. There's actually nothing wrong with wanting validation when it comes to your business. There's nothing wrong with craving it, craving reassurance, etc. I have my fiance, my friends, my business friends, and my coaches for this very reason. When I am seeking validation from my audience, I A, don't punish myself for it, but also B, I look at what I'm really needing that's underneath the need for validation. I want reassurance that what I'm doing is working. I want acknowledgement that my work is being noticed and that it's being helpful. But any conclusions I draw are simply thoughts that I am thinking in my brain. Someone could like my post and I could think that they're on their way to working with me when they could have accidentally liked it or they could comment and be on their way to working with me. Either way, the story I tell myself is the one that I believe. I feel very strongly about this because so many business coaches create rules and guidelines for assessing your fucking progress. I recently uploaded a post where I was like, yeah, I don't get any DMs. Like my inbox is very few and far between. Yet I have a roster full of one-to-one clients in five-figure months. But like back in 2020, business coaches were talking about like lead trackers and cold and warm and hot leads and how to engage and all of these things. And truthfully, I just see them as very complicated ways to busy your brain with a false sense of security. Just like making a spreadsheet for your budget. Yeah, it might feel good, but then you actually have to follow the budget for it to be effective. And this also leaves you feeling so attached to the outcome of these potential clients that you're writing down if you're tracking them. And if you're tracking who you're talking to and nurturing an unhealthy attachment to that outcome. Because the thing is, the reality is, you signed up for the uncertainty being an online coach or entrepreneur. There is a level of uncertainty when you're putting out content and showing up. And this is why we grab onto vanity metrics and engagement. Because it grounds us. It gives us a sense of hope. But listen, someone could be up your ass in all your comments and never fucking buy from you. Lurkers are real. My best clients have all been silent lurkers who were like, hey, I've been listening to your podcast and I'm ready to buy. And I'm like, okay, I've never seen you in my life. And sometimes those parasocial relationships are so freaking weird but it's the best because it's a constant reminder that my efforts of showing up and creating content are not in vain and neither are yours. You have to keep going, showing up, sharing value, and selling your little heart out. 
Can I be honest? I had a client drought, which means I didn't sign a new client this year that lasted three months. And this is why I tell y'all to keep going and to show up and to not give up because even me, after doing this for years and having a reputation, I can still have a time period where I'm not signing any new clients and I didn't change a fucking thing. I kept my same messaging, my same offer, and lo and behold, I signed a new client that ended my drought. But where you all get fucked up is in the in-between. In the in-between when things don't seem like they're happening and you're not receiving that instant gratification, that instant validation, you make it mean that something's wrong. You make it mean that you're not meant for this. You make it mean that you can't rely on your business for income and you'll never be able to. You make it the source of all of your problems. And that's why we have coaches, right? My one-to-one clients never quit because they are aware that this is a long game and that they are not special. We are all subject to client droughts and people not buying, but it doesn't have to mean a fucking thing. The only thing it means when you feel like no one cares, no one's watching, and no one is giving you that validation your lizard brain is craving is that you need to give it to yourself or seek it out in a different capacity. Kind of like when I ask Dustin, my fiance, for the millionth time, if he loves me, I know he does, but it's nice to hear it a hundred times a day. Remember that your need for validation and praise is normal and natural and isn't a problem in itself, but that the need to get it from your business and or your business's numbers, engagement, metrics, whatever, will not fulfill what you are looking for. And don't get me wrong, I get hyped when I get client wins. I feel good when a client validates me. When I make a post that gets lots of engagement, I get excited, but I do not use these things against myself. I don't tell myself that an Instagram post is bad if it doesn't get great engagement. If no one comments on my poll, I don't spiral into negative thoughts. A big part of my work with my clients is for them to be able to keep showing up, keep selling, keep thinking they are amazing, even without the praise, the validation, or the reassurance that they are unconsciously seeking from their audience. And you know what? You may also unconsciously seek this from family members, your partner, etc. Like when I started my business, I would tell my dad about it, hoping for his validation. I wanted him to exactly say what I wanted to hear, but we can't control other people. And what I was really looking for was reassurance that I was okay, that I was doing a good job, etc. I wanted his approval. I wanted him to say that I was a good business owner, etc. That I was on the right track. That is what I was seeking. And that's what you are seeking too. You want your ideas, your moves, and who you are to be accepted and validated. And that has to come from within. Of course, from a strategic perspective, your coach will help you identify when things need improvement, where you can tweak, etc. But the compulsion of checking your Instagram story views or seeing how many likes you got on a post when we know the Instagram algorithm has been shit lately... That is just a fake sense of security you're seeking. And there's nothing wrong with that. Just make sure that you aren't making it mean anything. Because if you make everything you can see with your naked eye mean something, you miss out on all the potential and possibilities instead of trusting yourself and trusting the process. You miss out on the silent lurkers. You miss out on the people who are building a relationship with you and will hire you in six months or one year. Your content, the work you put out, is not instantly transactional. It is a savings account that you are building upon with compound interest. The more you show up and do your thing and be valuable and help others and continue to be seen as reliable, trustworthy, the more you will benefit 
And when you don't shame your need for validation or reassurance and instead seek it out in healthy and conducive ways, you will create far less self-sabotaging stories and therefore make showing up and sharing your content so much easier. All right? I love y'all and I hope that you loved this episode. Remember, if you book a sales call for my one-to-one coaching program, Worthy and Wealthy, in January, I will honor my 2022 pricing. $8,000 pay in full or there are payment plans. Six months of one-to-one coaching with me, a whole new curriculum, access to me in Voxer, weekly coaching calls, and monthly workshops and calls with my other one-to-one clients. The link is in my show notes to book your sales call before spots are gone and before the price increases. I love y'all. See you next week. Thanks for listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. Head to the show notes to find out how you can take this work deeper with me in one-to-one coaching or in the From Imposter to Empowered group program. In the show notes, you'll also find a free three-day challenge to start the process of overcoming your inner imposter. And once you're done with all of that, screenshot this episode and share it on Instagram, tagging me at your coach Jill so we can connect. See you next time.